Hi, and welcome to Better After Divorce podcast. My name is Bilyana Vishnagara, a licensed clinical social worker and life coach. My name might be complicated, but my coaching philosophy is simple. I help divorced women bounce back stronger and more powerful so that they can have the love and life beyond what they thought was possible. I have done it, and I'm here to share a no BS version of everything I know, have learned, and teach my own clients so that you can do it too. Okay, let's get started. Hi, everybody. I hope you're having a good day. I hope your week has started well. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about um, our need as women, I think in general, but um, particularly women who have gone through divorce, um, our need to explain ourselves and justify our actions. I was talking to a client of mine who was asking me for advice on what to do when people ask her questions about what happened, what happened to the marriage, oh, you know, you're divorced, what's going on, you know, what did you do? (laughs) That's a good one, right? With all these, with the barrage of questions that people come, come to her at, right? So we, we talked about that. And, and like I said, I, I almost feel like as women, we have been conditioned to explain ourselves at great length um, as to what we do, why we do what we do, why we choose to do it, why we engage in things, why we stop engaging in things, right? It's just how we have been conditioned. And I, I know that it's, it's true for me as well. Um, my period of, you know, after divorce, um, I've gone through three very separate stages. Now I see looking back, um, you know, of, of explaining and finding my way out of trying to explain what happened with my marriage. Right. But the, the urge, I want you to know, before I I tell you about that, the urge to justify and to explain is completely normal. Like I said, we've been conditioned now, how you solve for that depends on who is asking you and how comfortable you are with the topic of the divorce, right? So, you know, if it is somebody that you know, if it is somebody who is genuinely interested, who is really just curious uh, about what's going on, that, you know, then maybe you can give a neutral, quick explanation if you want to, right? Um, I do believe that people are just in general, that I feel, I feel like people are good people, um, that their intentions are not, you know, to be hurtful or to cause any kind of harm. I feel like people just genuinely want to know. As people, we are nosy and curious, right? But um, I know for myself, I ask a lot of questions and I ask for a lot of explanation. And again, it's not out of intent of hurting anybody's feelings. I'm just wired to want to seek more information. But then, you know, there's a difference between that and then people, random people, people you don't know, people who don't know you well, you know, people, random ass people just asking you and just wanting to know shit, right? Just being nosy, like truly nosy and just wanting to collect information. Then, you know, if you're asked a question, then no, you don't have to offer any kind of information, right? So... Like I mentioned, I had three distinct phases almost um, in how I approached what I consider to be a problem of people asking me, right? In the beginning, the first stage was offering a lot of explanations or explanations. So, you know, that was the first stage where I, where I offered a lot of information. 
um, I offered, I would give them these, you know, convoluted stories, um, you know, about what happened and what did I do and, and why it all came to be and, and all that, right? Now, you know, the reason that I was doing that, I had, at the time didn't realize that, but now I do, is because I was very much overcome with guilt. Um, I was overcome with the sense of guilt that I had done something wrong. So giving a long ass explanation made me feel better about what I have perceived to have done wrong, right? So that was where I was stuck for a, for, for a while because I felt, you know, the need to, like I said, justify myself and maybe, um, you know, influence people's opinion of me. Maybe people will think of me as a better person or a person who didn't do something really bad, right? If I gave them more information and a full explanation. Now, that kind of lingered for a while. And then after a few months, um, you know, I really started looking into, you know, why I was feeling guilty and the way I was perceiving the divorce and my actions in the divorce, primarily, you know, being the one asking for it. And then when I finally kind of got to the point where I realized that what I have done was not, I did not commit a deadly sin. I didn't do anything horrible, right? The, the guilt didn't really disappear, but it eased off, right? So with the guilt easing off, so did my need to explain my actions. And I moved into the next stage, which was the second stage was the stage of me actually responding back with the question. And some of it might have come back from or come, come from the sense of um, feeling the need to defend myself, because I was starting to see that I didn't do something wrong, right? So I was not paralyzed with guilt, I was starting to realize that I also, you know, that it was fine, it was okay for me to do what I have done, right? I was coming, I was coming around on that. So I would ask things like, you know, why do you want to know? And why are you asking? Became my go-to after a few months, right? Um, I would also say things like, I don't feel like talking about it. It makes me uncomfortable and just kind of left it at that, okay? Uh, and then it finally, you know, after really, it 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 kind of, it took me a little bit of time because I had to work through that guilt and to remove myself from actions and see that what I have done, like, like I said, is not a deadly sin. I stopped explaining it all. And once I stopped explaining my divorce to other people, interestingly enough, they stopped asking <laughs> what, because I was no longer, I, I was no longer interested in engaging in conversations. I was not offering more information than I wanted to, or was comfortable with, right? Uh, I didn't feel the need for them to validate my actions and to make me feel like I'm a good person, or I'm not a bad person, right? So I stopped looking for that because I have turned to myself to realize that anything I have done is not um, you know, like I said, it was not a huge crime that I have committed. I have come around on that and stopped feeling that way on my own, right? So, you know, when people come at you with questions, with with curiosity, they just want to know what's going on, um, you know, it, rather than you trying to stop them from doing that, um, and, and that in itself will take away a lot of your energy a lot of your nerves, you'll be very frustrated trying to control how other people behave, right? So an option is to, rather than doing that, you can let them do whatever they want to do, ask questions, right? But for you, your job is to pay attention to what comes up with their questions, right? Where are you getting worked up over their questions? So how do you feel when somebody asks the question 
And also, what are you trying to avoid feeling by answering and explaining, right? I didn't like feeling guilty. Nobody likes feeling guilty. I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I don't think it just feels yucky and it feels sticky and you just want to get rid of it, right? So whenever somebody would come to me with a question about it, my guilt would immediately come up. And in order for me to get rid of it and try and feel better, like I said, I would engage in answering and explaining. So that is where the issue is, right? Practice short, neutral explanations. You can always tell people that you don't want to talk about it. And notice how quickly you get uncomfortable, right? And what is the urge that you have? What do you? What kind of urge to do what do you have in order to get rid of the awkwardness and the discomfort that comes with with the thought of, oh, this is something I don't I don't like talking about. Oh, I feel guilty, or oh, this is horrible, right? Let me let me stop them, right? So that's your job, focusing on yourself. You now, like I said, it's a process. You might have more than three phases. Looking back, like I said, I had three stages or three phases of how I how I work work with this and you know what it took me to get to the point where I'm no longer interested in engaging. Um, you know, but for you it might take less time and it might take just, you know, one stage of realizing that you no longer want to participate in these conversations and put a stop to that, right? It's completely optional how you want to um, to do this. Just know, like I said, it's a completely normal urge um, to do it because we have been conditioned, but also the discomfort that comes with it sometimes gets, or a lot of the times gets relieved by providing information and getting validation from other people, right? Uh, as people, we don't like to feel excluded from the bunch, right? This is very much a survival mode type of mentality. So, you know, if people reject me, if people, you know, see me as guilty, if people see me as bad, they will reject me and then I will die on my own. It's very much a cave mentality. And, you know, as much as we are evolved as humans, we are also still very basic in how our brain responds to perceived danger. And I mentioned in in one of the previous episodes, your brain doesn't know the difference between a bear chasing you around and the real danger of being you know, eaten versus, you know, the, the fear uh, and, the, and the anxiety that comes up when somebody asks you a question you find like you perceive as dangerous and, you know, some, it's a question that will uncover some kind of truth, some kind of ugly truth about you, right, and put you at a spot and, and, and you know, maybe get you ostracized from the community, right? It's a real, you know, <laughs> the brain doesn't choose what it sees as danger. So the reaction to explain brings a lot of relief, okay? Just just know that it's not, eventually it'll become unnecessary, um, but, you know, that your job and your focus needs to be on the thoughts that are causing you to feel the feeling that you want to get rid of by taking the action of explaining, okay? I hope this was very useful to you guys. Um, let's get in touch. I am on Instagram. You can find me at Loving After Divorce. Uh, that's my handle on Instagram. Uh, you can also, there will be a link in the episode notes where you can get in touch with me and schedule a consult if you would like to talk about this further. This is what I help my clients do day in and day out. Until then, I hope you have a good day. I, I, have, I hope you have a good week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.